There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Back, Hawkmaster, Raptor, Basher, MD. Alex Brandt Bernard Rasmussen. Co host, Catherine Brandt. And Andy Brandt Bernard. We'll be right back. Timmy Lammers will join us right after this with the family. Timmy. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if i'm hanging out with you uh, maybe <laughs> uh, okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant Back in the saddle again. We're back in the saddle again. Okay, Gene Autry, what's that all about? Well, after our normal break, Coon Rapids Nissan and Walzer Nissan are back on the air with 10 months of terrible commercials. Ever think of hiring a copywriter? Pat's pretty good. Hey, we're selling cars, not carpets. Anyways, too expensive. Check out our new press release. This just in, Burnsville Nissan and Coon Rapids Nissan have started out 2022 as the number one and number two dealers in the state of Minnesota. Jason Leckler has been quoted as saying, this is the year I bump off Dan Resch. He studied animal husbandry for crying out loud. Dan replied with, blow it, J-Lo. What do you think? Mm, maybe you should hire a copywriter. Cool that they're leading the sales race, though. That's good. Yeah, it's actually more than good. Because they were so dominant last year, we've earned more than our fair share of new Nissans. We have 40 Altimas available for March and 120 Rogues. Check out the huge selection of Nissans at Burnsville Nissan and Coon Rapids Nissan. 
Hey folks, Brian Zepp here. Spring is gearing up, and if you're like me, you've already got the itch to hit the road. Make sure you and your motorcycle are ready with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, metric cruiser, or sport bike, you'll find what you need at DennisKirk.com. They've got 160,000 parts and accessories in stock, clothing and helmets too. Order before 8 p.m. and they ship the same day. Plus, shipping is free for orders over 89 bucks. Get in gear and head to DennisKirk.com. Take it from Zep. They ship today. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I, I'm a little upset this morning because, uh, you know, I just uh, was going to go after a new deal, and, and, you know, it's exactly the same amount of dough that... Uh, that Aaron Rodgers wanted, and you know, <laughs> I haven't heard anything yet, but I have heard about Aaron Rodgers. Did you see the uh, the deal that he signed? Nope. No. no. You didn't see it. Nope. Well, here you go. Um, he signed a four-year deal with the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. Four-year deal for two hundred million dollars. Oh, fifty million a year. To play football yeah. 16, 18, <laughs> 20 times a year. And he's, wow. I can't and he's support injured. watching football. It's, it's I agree. I don't, it's every, insane. Watching football is directly supporting people like that. Where's that? And I just can't do that's, it. That's so funny because I was going to bring up a football thing today. Okay, what are you going to bring up? Okay, so if this is true, I think it's true. So football players, uh, Ray Rice had, was uh, suspended two games games for beating his fiance. Right? Yes. Adrian Peterson was suspended for six games for felony child abuse. Yep. Greg Hardy beating girlfriend ten games reduced to four. Mm. Ezekiel Elliott hitting women six games. Calvin Ridley seventeen games for using fan duel. Yeah, exactly. And Josh duel. Gordon, Josh Gordon, six seasons for smoking weed. I know. It's unbelievable. You can That's beat the piss out of kids seasons. and women. That's okay. I think that might be one of their public relations problems with football. I don't watch it anymore. I literally don't watch football. Well, I don't watch sports anymore, to tell you the truth. I'm sick to death of it. So you can beat the hell out of women and children, but you can't smoke pot. What's fan yeah. duel? Uh, it's a little gambling thing. Okay? Oh, gambling yeah, it's deal. Gambling it's like thing. He, he did the Pete Rose thing. A little gambling. And it oh. yep. damns you forever. But he bet on his own team, so what's wrong with that? As long as you bet on your own team, what do they care? Well, because you could throw it or well, But if you're betting on your own team, you don't want to throw it. I know, exactly. you could pay somebody off. It's just stuff you could do. You it, could just, it, isn't I mean, that, it isn't appropriate. It isn't appropriate. But still, take, taking a toke of a little THC, which is legal in many states. Yep. So who was it that did that? Josh Gordon. Uh, <clears throat> you mean that smoke pot? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Josh Gordon. And how long ago was that? How long ago? I mean, a long time ago. Oh, okay. <clears throat> how long ago was that, Catherine? Does it say in there? It does not. I don't know. I just I got to get a hold of Mary Burner over Cumulus and tell her I was going to settle for forty nine million a year, but now I can't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fifty million dollars a year to be a massive pain in the ass on a highly at this point overrated sport. But where does that money come from? Does it come from TV? Advertising, I think. Yeah, probably TV. Yeah, I suppose. Calvin Ridley? Oh, yeah. His response to the tweet was, I bet $1,500 total. I don't have a gambling problem. (laughs) 
Hey, you bet, you bet $1,500 total, yeah. and they suspended him for an entire year, which is going to cost him, what, two, three million bucks? I guess. That's, that's... Yeah, it's just, again, you can beat the piss out of people. That's okay, but don't be try gambling or smoking pot, man. Don't think Well, to be fair, this was the sixth time they've suspended Gordon for the oh, same thing. So he six just, time. like, refuses. Yeah, no, it wasn't that he was uh, suspended for six seasons. He's been suspended in six different seasons because he just <laughs> won't stop doing it. But so it's legal. Point, what do they care? Who cares if he smokes pot? But uh, performance-enhancing drug, potentially. <laughs> Uh, I would think, if anything, it would slow you down and make you less. I don't know. Uh, Dull's pain, that sort of stuff. I don't know. I'm hallucinating, man. (laughs) Is that what it is? I don't know. I just don't think that smoking pot should be an issue, really. Especially, like you said, it's it's legal in most states If you're getting paid several million dollars to throw a ball around and they say, don't smoke weed, and then you smoke it anyway, that's kind of on you. Yeah. Well, okay, so I smoke pot today. I get tested before the game. How many days before a game will it show up? Well, it just I just don't think it matters. You're no, one of the no, most no. overpaid people Ever. in the history of humanity. Ever. Exactly. Do this little tiny thing. Yeah, be the entertainer mm-hmm. we're paying you to be. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's I like, just you don't know, think it's that's like realistic. The, it's like the king of a country saying, oh, why am I not allowed to, you know, do whatever the hell I want? It's like... Everyone has to follow rules, even people who are in, in the point oh 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 one percent. I have a question. So, what are we going to do if after the show today, Ralph and Andy beat up Alex? What are we going to do? <laughs> good luck. Well, yeah, yeah, she, <laughs> good, she, I am scrappy. She, she's scrappy. She's she's, she's all yoga uh, yoga'd up. Yeah, oh, she's yoga'd up I did, too. I did good. yoga in the yeah. open office before the show started. <laughs> I'm glad yeah. that office is being used for something. Yeah. Hooray. Finally. Well, it was uh, Ethan's changing room a couple weeks ago, so there's that. You didn't get anything on you, did you? No. Uh, Alex? Ethan. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's pretty good about not uh, doing that sort of thing. Yeah. Not blasting? <clears throat> not, he doesn't have any blasting going on? Nope. So that's good. Hey, did you guys hear about the new name of Stolichnaya? Stolichnaya vodka? Stolichnaya, yeah. Stolichnaya, is that anything? Stoli for the cool kids. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, well, that's the new name. They got rid of Stolichnaya. It's just going to be called Stoli now because he doesn't want to honor Russia. It's It's made in Latvia. Have you heard that in uh, Canada, a bunch of restaurants aren't selling poutine because it sounds like Putin? It sounds like Putin. Yeah. Okay. That's that, no, that's true. I verified it, it is myself. real. This is, it is real. This is the kind of crap that just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, whatsoever. No, this is like World War Two. You know, Propaganda fervor. Crap. Yeah, it is insane how brainwashed people have gotten. People are crazy. They're literally completely out of. By the way, apparently in France, Putin is pronounced Poutine. But it's not spelled the same. But who cares if even if it is pronounced poutine? Poutine's a good little meal, and Putin is a psychopath. But so you, you can be pissed off at Putin and be okay with the Russians having a culture, can't you? I would agree. Uh, I don't. I don't understand why everybody. Everybody's a victim. Everybody's upset. Everybody's crying in their milk. I am. Human beings have gotten to be such sugar tits. It's unbelievable. What a bunch of candy asses. I'm hurt. Oh, God, whatever. I'd like to see one of them really hurt, see how they'd react to that. Yeah, and and it's interesting, the, the crawling out of the woodwork now. Oh, do you want to you send a humanitarian effort? 
Yeah. Can, can you send us some money and we'll send some humanitarian effort. Oh, yeah, that is nice. Yeah. There's a lot of war profiteering going on already, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Well, there always is. I mean, war profiteering or epidemic profiteering. Profiteering is don't yeah, you want to do you your are, part. If you lack a conscience, you can make money off of pretty much any tragedy. But Yeah. No, that's true. So, um, you know, once in a while I mentioned that I don't mind helping people out who really need help, but I don't really like my tax money going to help people who can get just get off their ass and go get a job, you know? Because I'm sick to death of these people just getting in the money and they just sit around in their ass. They don't want to work. They can. Look, if you can't work, that's different. It's a whole different kettle of fish. Yeah. Uh, some prick out there uh, got, uh, what did he end up with, like, I think $80,000 in, uh, in uh, COVID relief funding, right? Yeah. Okay, so here we go. COVID relief funding. 31-year-old George man will spend three years in prison. He got $85,000 COVID-19 disaster relief. He lied to get that amount, said he had a lot more employees than he had. Also, he wasn't doing anywhere near the business he said he was doing. So, you know, he's already committed two crimes, so he commits the third crime. You know what he did with the $85,000? Bought a boat. He used $60,000 of it to buy a Pokemon card. (laughs) $60,000? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, what Charizard? Char- Charizard? 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 It's, it's not going to be Charizard. No, he's it would have like to be like some the most one common. They printed one it was. card. It was a Charizard? It was Charizard. Oh, it, it was uncirculated. It must have been like a Char- like, a like, specialty. A, like a defect or something. Yeah, weird. Yes. No way. Because Charizard's like a very common. It's like a Pikachu almost. <clears throat> but see, we got $10 billion, almost $10 billion sitting around in a coffers in Minnesota, and they can't decide what to do with it. Why don't you give it back to the taxpayers who gave it to you? There what do you, you say? There you Wild go. idea. There's a thought, huh? That's, that'd be pretty. And, and by the way, you need to only give it back to people who paid it, not everybody. Yep. Look, I don't mind helping people that need help, but these people who claim to need help and don't need help, uh, I'm sick to death of you pigs. Get off your ass and get a job. Right? Yep. So I see a lot of, lot of able-minded uh, guys, you know, out. Help me, please. Help me. Help me. Homeless. Help me. Give me money. You know, I see a lot of people who could work. Yep. They, they, they look pretty, pretty healthy to me. They look yeah. as healthy as my cousin Billy, who has Down syndrome and three jobs. So, there you, know, you go. go out, let's get yeah. a little work. No, well, okay. mom's about to feel stupid. Uh oh. What do I do now? Here we go. <laughs> what did you do with your mic this time? Okay, if you're going to keep yelling at me, well, I'm going to go home. Messing your, Wait, with your mic. Yeah. Wait, I didn't I am touch home. it. Liar. A first edition shadowless Charizard. You don't have to worry about what that means. Um, <laughs> in PSA graded mint 10 condition, which means basically factory fresh. Mm-hmm. Is worth three hundred thousand dollars. What? Three hundred grand. Why am I going to feel dumb? Because you said that they'll never be worth anything. Well, well look okay. At that. One card out of fifty billion <laughs> is worth something. Okay. No, do you have that card? The, probably all of the original Pokemon cards, if you kept them in like oh, yeah. really oh, yeah. good condition, would definitely be worth something now. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Because Pokemon made a resurgence, so it's like. Let's see, the most expensive. Yeah, Charizard first edition is the most. Uh, no. Uh, expensive Wild. card by far. Chansey first edition is $33,000 in PSA 10. Jesus. You better go through your Pokemon <laughs> cards, people. These are, any, these are all ungraded cards. They're going to be worth a couple hundred bucks at most. Hmm. 
I mean, I played Pokemon oh, no. cards with them when I was, you know, 12 years old. It's I didn't keep them in great condition. Yeah. He actually used them. Yeah. Wild. What did you do with those things? <laughs> it's a game. Yeah, it's a game, and then you trade them. Yeah, they were like some sort of pieces of marble-looking Piece things. Yeah, yeah the, those are damage counters. So damage it's like counters. The cards, it's like the video game. The Pokemon fight each other, and they have different moves that do different amounts of damage and that sort of thing. Ah. <laughs> Why do you do that with... It's basically Magic the Gathering. Okay. Yeah. It's like a very simplified version of Magic the Gathering. It's for kids. It was fun when I was a kid. Yes, he really liked going to Shinders downtown Minneapolis and getting your Pokemon cards. Shinders all the time. I got my holographic Blastoise just like I got in the game. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I was very happy about that. What's that one that I found in a drawer that was encased in plastic? Uh, that was a Japanese Mew, I think. And why was it encased in plastic? Because it was an event card. Oh. So it could be worth a decent amount. I don't know. I haven't really looked into it. Okay. But it's in plastic, so it's protected. You may be sitting on Ethan's uh, college education. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. sitting pretty. So we have Tim and we also have Joe. Tim and Joe and Joe and Tim. Joe's just calling in about the fact that I'm not making fifty million a year to do the KQ Morning Show, and he's going to complain. I don't. I don't blame you. I yeah. complain to the people over there too. If I, I think we should Joe. have a protest. We should. Mm-hmm. Actually, I was talk, calling in to talk about the geese. Damn it, geese! What geese? Geef. Geef. Oh, the geef. Okay. Doobage. The doobage. <laughs> it's okay. So what? What about the? What about the doobage? If anybody, you can tell that people that think that weed isn't a that performance enhancing drug has mm-hmm. never ever in their life taken it. The only <laughs> thing that weed is going to perform your enhancing on is just throwing a fucking box of Twinkies. Yeah, get the box of Twinkies going. So that's a good performance. Oh, but hey, I hear people on the on the internet say all the time, "Oh, I'm not impaired when I smoke weed. I'm actually a better driver." So. uh that's a performance oh, enhancement, is it not? Well, oh, some people that. are. Yeah, well, there you um, go, performance enhancing. Ah, catch 22 <laughs> no right words. there. Catch 22. <laughs> I mean, you know, um, one of the things I learned when I was in, in rehab was that uh, when you're messed up and you learn how to do things, and you suddenly stop getting messed up and you turn around and do those things, you sometimes forget. Yeah. Uh, so I, my brother was getting stoned since he was 13, and when he was legal, he started drinking. And then he stopped getting stoned, stopped drinking, and it <clears throat> quite literally killed him. Because hmm. he forgot to do things. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, my first trip home to Minnesota was a driving trip, and uh, I stopped at picked up a buddy of mine that I grew up with and uh, I told him he wasn't driving until he got stoned enough that I was until I was satisfied he was stoned enough to drive nope nobody's jumping in I thought you guys had a conversation going there sorry oh really <laughs> all right oh, Th- really? thanks Joe we'll, we will talk to you later all right Thanks a lot, Joe calling, Joe calling in from Louisville. We also got Timmy. What we could do is take a break here, Timmy, and be right back, and then we'll go straight through with you, all right? 
Yes. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you just fine. Okay, Absolutely. perfect. This headphone thing has been acting up a bit. All righty, we'll talk after the break. We'll be right back in just a couple of minutes. Uh, Timmy Lammers is joining us right after this. The 2022 Bloomington Boat Show is here and going on now. Get out of the cold and into a 25,000-square-foot heated showroom at Dan Southside Marine. A huge inventory of boats means the best deals of the year. Get the boat you want rigged the way you wanted it. Over 60 boats on display from Premier, Avalon, Berkshire, Alumacraft, and more. Ask about the new Alumacraft Competitor FSX, the best new fish ski crossover on the market. See the Premier Revolution featuring first-of-its-kind rotational seating or Avalon's new electric VRB, all rigged with motors from Suzuki. Shop a huge inventory of boats inside a heated 25,000-square-foot showroom. The Bloomington Boat Show at Dan Southside Marine. Factory reps will be there, too. Bring the family and explore what's new for 2022 at the Bloomington Boat Show at Dan Southside Marine. Located just six blocks west of 35W on 98th Street in Bloomington, visit bloomingtonboatshow.com. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company, Bradley's partner. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with a lot of multi-generational, family-owned businesses. Take Raymond Autobody of St. Paul, for example. Four generations of the Slomkowski family having successfully run the business. When they were ready to expand, we helped them acquire a new building, allowing them to service more vehicles in their state-of-the-art shop. We've also helped them set up the next generation of owners, keeping the business and family for years to come. Tom here. If you want a family business like me or any business, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. I know them and trust them with my banking. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. Sounds like we really won you over, Tommy. Well, let's not get crazy, Brad. Seriously. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience member, FDIC, and equal housing lender? You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. We now have to go to the Catherine Brandt newsroom where she's got a breaking headline from the Babylon Bee. Biden sells Alaska back to Russia so he can start drilling for oil there again. (laughs) (laughs) Woman driving alone in carpool lane claims preferred pronoun is they. Don't see. There you go. I like it. They. Study finds 100% of men would eat any fruit given to them by a naked woman. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But not vegetables. It wasn't Eve's fault. It was not. It was not Eve's fault. You're absolutely right. Yeah. They're they're on fire lately. They are indeed. I have a question for you guys. This has been in the news for a while. And, you know, they do whatever they do, but I don't understand something. Here's the headline. A bill to ban hair discrimination has wide bipartisan support, but will it pass? What What is hair discrimination? What is, do you even said, know what that it's, is? Yeah, it's it's ethnic nothing. hair. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I mean, how are they being discriminated against? Because some, a lot of people don't like dreadlocks. Well, yeah. I so mean, what do they do? Not they, serve them dinner? Basically, they won't they're hire claiming them. that if you don't wash your hair and then want to be a like in the kitchen, then you should be allowed to do that. Because dreadlocks, well, they don't wash dreadlocks. Yeah, you can't wash your hair to have dreadlocks. So, I mean, you know, from an objective standpoint, people like that should not be preparing food, but they want to, well, can't apparently. They wear some sort of oh, head wrap this, or yeah, something. Yeah, wear that big yeah, hair that sack big, that they wear. Yeah, the bonnet. It looks to be pretty big. It's called a bonnet? Doesn't matter. It would have to be okay, here's uh, the deal. shrink wrapped <clears throat> onto their head for me to be comfortable with that. Well, I know that, like... <laughs> I think all chefs should be bald. <laughs> Yeah, no, <laughs> there you go. No hair. And they, idea. Yeah, they should be all be epilated completely. Exactly. Shave that head every time you go into work. And there you no, go. for cleanliness things, I understand. The rest, mm-hmm. why would I possibly give a rat's ass how what your hairstyle is? Nobody does. It, They're just making. It's another made up problem so they can. So it's just special. made up. Well, yes. from what I understand, is some people that are that aren't for this bill say it's already covered under discrimination laws. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. So, why wouldn't it be covered? And I bet you, I'll tell you one thing, if you're going to wear dreadlocks, you better not be left-handed too, man. I mean, come on. Well, the, the, uh, but the food safety and uh, food safety regulations cover this completely. I mean, you're not going to be having that hair hanging out making food because um, most states and most jurisdictions say, no, you can't do that. You have to have your hair covered. So, yeah, they have to wear those beard diapers if you have a beard and yeah. you're preparing yep. food. Beard diaper. <laughs> what they, look like. and, they look like a beard diaper. And beards are forbidden at General Mills. Are and they? They, they, ought, they ought to be. They're, they're, they're forbidden. Facial hair is forbidden there. So it's difficult for them to get their kosher uh, stuff done because they have to find a beardless uh, rabbi. Not easy. Oh, yeah. Ooh, not easy. Somebody with alopecia. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> alopecia <laughs> totalis. <clears throat> there you go. So sorry, Tim, you can't uh, work at General Mills. Unless you, have you shaved that off? Yep, you're out. Don't worry about me, I'm bald. Yeah, but you have a goatee, right? Yes, I do, but yep. I will not shave it. So no GM not really job look for you. Goofy. So I was wondering, Catherine, if you saw the Babylon Bee headline about George Takei. No, I did not see well, that I one. I can't find it, but basically, pe- oh, yeah, please find it. But people are pissed off at him because he's saying to suck up those gas prices and mm-hmm. suck up, uh, you know, all the inflation because we're at war or we're not at war, but, you know, we're this is against Russia and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And people are blasting him because he's out of touch. So. You know, he does a lot of this stuff on Twitter. And again, Twitter is a hate cauldron, as I call it. It has been for a long, long time. Yes, it has. <laughs> okay, um, I found it. Wasn't that I did way find at the it. beginning, oh. oddly enough, or since I joined in 2009 or whenever the hell it was. But, you know, I went on his feed. This guy, I, I would say he's living pretty damn comfortably. Yeah. Yep. He is constantly on the thing and constantly bitching. That's all he does is complain. Why can't you be happy? Which brings me to, that was just the opening act, which brings me to Zoe Kravitz, Catwoman in The Batman. Uh Uh-oh. Now, Tom, I told you during my review uh, last week that they had to throw in the line, and here's the line uh, in its entirety. Catwoman says to 
Bruce Wayne, who she doesn't know it's Bruce Wayne because he's dressed up as Batman. All anyone cares about in this place are these white privileged assholes. The oh, mayor, God. the commissioner, oh. the DA, oh, now Thomas Wayne and Bruce Wayne. As far as I'm <clears throat> concerned, that psycho, meaning uh, the Riddler, is right to go after these creeps. Mm. Okay. 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 So now the gates are wide open. Now, I would imagine that, I would imagine that uh, Zoe Kravitz has had a pretty comfortable life oh, yeah. being yes. that her old man is Lenny. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay, now, now it's like the reckoning. Now that she's the she's the shit and everything for being the Catwoman, she's coming out with all these stories. Yesterday, oh, she no. opens up about losing Dark Knight Rises audition because of her skin color. Oh, so now mm. she's pissing Ugh. on the previous, the greatest, by the way, Batman movie. Certainly better than the Batman now. Okay. So she throws that guy under the bus, even though she says, well, it might have been a casting director or whatever, but people know the buck stops with Christopher Nolan. All right. Uh, as right. consummate a filmmaker as they come, not preachy, none of that bullshit. Um, but, you know, she said, uh, I, being a woman of color and being an actor and being told at the time I wasn't able to read because of the color of my skin and the word urban was being thrown around like that. That was really hard. That was the hard thing about that moment. Okay, so you're not happy enough to know that you're in the biggest freaking movie of the year so far. Not That's not good enough. So now today, she's saying, now I know you've seen this show, Catherine, and Alex okay. probably. I've seen it. Great show. First season. Didn't see the second yet. Big Little Lies. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, there were a few moments where I felt a little uncomfortable filming HBO's Big Little Lies because, quote, it is such a white area. Um, what? Let's see. She felt uncomfortable at times filming Big Little Lies because it is such a white area. Just weird racist people in bars and things like that. What? So she shot in Monterey, California, as well as Malibu, Los Angeles, and more. Now, don't give me, correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't been to that cesspool for 25 years, but isn't that the most inclusive area in the country? And she's California? saying that it, yeah. Uh, probably, yes. Well, except yeah. for one thing, one incident where, uh, what's his name, the guy, the Australian guy, uh, what's his name, the guy's in the lethal weapon? Oh, Danny Glover? No, oh, the Mel? other guy. Oh, Mel Gibson. Oh, yeah. Mel Gibson, that Mel. whole area you're talking about was fine until he turned to the cop and said, Are you a Jew? <laughs> that? It's like, yes. what? And the guy, it turned out the guy was a Jew. It was amazing. You know, it's interesting because he went to director jail for about 10 years, but he did yeah, oh, yeah. come back mm -hmm. with Heartbreak Ridge, and people are still That's pissed true. when they see his name. They, they become triggered, but... Again, um, why why is she bringing this up now? She knows it's only going to incense people. Yeah, mm -hmm. there'll be the people mm -hmm. kowtowing to the yeah, cause or whatever the hell you want that are going to be nodding their heads. Yes, you're absolutely right. And, of course, you follow the comments on Twitter. They're all pro-Zoe. But, again, my whole are. deal is, okay, first of all, you can't speak up about these things because people <laughs> automatically deem you a racist. Please don't try to have that conversation with me. It's not going to end well. But mm, exactly. 
you know, don't please, please don't go down that road. I'm I am going to call out this crap because I am so damn sick of it, and I'm so sick of it. Look, if it, it were some actor that didn't have an in like she did into show mm-hmm. business, then, then you look. I, I yes, you have a damn re- good legitimate reason to complain. Yeah, somebody but, that actually struggled. <laughs> yes, exactly. But now, yeah. you know, she's just carte blanche going nutso on all this Hollywood is racist stuff, starting by, you know, pissing on the predecessor of, of you know, the Batman, you know, with Christopher Nolan's film. Actually, that's a couple Batmans ago, but close enough. You right. know, but then now all of a sudden calling out big little lies and throwing them under the bus. And it's like, do you, do you it's do they think that they're actually getting ahead now by doing this sort of thing. I think but so. But again, let's take another step back and again, assess where you are right now as an actor in this industry. Yeah. As yeah. somebody who you're in, okay? Why are you complaining so much now of all times after this fantastic open, opening of this film in the pandemic era, era? I just do not get why people just can't be happy for a change. I'm not telling her to shut up. She can say whatever the hell she wants, but it's just, it, doesn't it incense you that people- Everybody, everybody's a victim. Everybody. Can't be happy. I mean, and again, these were, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, maybe she didn't take into, the, into account. Now, right away, as you know, how people misinterpret things. You know, they said, well, Anne Hathaway was a terrible Catwoman. She wasn't even auditioning for Catwoman. It was a minor part. So right away, people are assuming that, oh, it was a racist move because Anne Hathaway got it before she did. Blah, 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 blah. No, it wasn't even that role. So that's where the machine gets, you know, twisting and turning and churning and gets really ugly. And and all this misinformation gets out, out there all of a sudden that she was turned on for Catwoman before when that indeed was not the case. So, you know, in this world of social media where take one, two, three words and just craft your own story <laughs> out of it, that's what's happening here. And it just pisses me off. I'm so sick of it, man. No, I know. <clears throat> you know well, it almost makes, yeah, I hate to think that, God, you know, I really enjoyed that movie, but I'm thinking less and less of it now because of all this. Right. And I know that well, sort of stuff I won't go support it. Me. You know? So yeah, I have a question. I'm, I have yeah. a question for Andy, and I have a question for Alex. You both have a son. Your son is white. Do you consider when people say that all white men are racist? Does that bother you at all? No, because I know Why not? my son's not going to be racist. And it That's not matter. what they claim. It's I just an automatic deal, Alex. Automatic. It's genetic. I don't care. Alex, it's genetic. Yeah, I don't care what they think. I don't care what strangers think of me. How do they know? Yeah, I don't really care what they think. I just more. care that they're successful and allowed to say these things. Well, now, her career I'm should be destroyed. She should be homeless. I'm glad she you said be. that, Alex, because they don't know you. Yeah. And that's right. the whole thing. You you don't know me. You can't rope me in and, 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 and throw this blanket accusation out like that. But that's the but the problem is is that people still do and people you know, they find your they find out your address, they find out your phone number, they're posting it online, they're doing their best to make your life hell. And that's what sucks. That's that's the part unfortunately that is out of <laughs> our control, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Well, I found your Babylon B. Okay. 
George Takai's valet's pool boy's Uber driver informs him that ga- gas prices are up. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's always fun having a millionaire tell you that, oh, you can handle these increased prices. I know. I, I know. Can. It's yeah. like, well, yeah, I'm sure you can. Yeah. And another, you know, I, another, one, another one that came in that I think you'll like is U.S. Be- begins importing oil from Gavin Newsom's hair. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love that. Love it. Yeah, and you know the George Takei thing. It would have it would have lived and died by you know me reading reading the headline and laughing, having a good laugh. But then I went to the guy's Twitter feed and I just could not believe how negative it was. Terrible. I mean, you got to look at it. He's constantly slinging crap. Um, And 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 again, it's like, man, come on. How old are you? Enjoy life. Enjoy life. You you can have your convictions and all that sort of stuff, but just take a break. God, some people become so obsessed with social media, and and clearly this guy is. I mean, because he's on it constantly. How can he be so bitter? I don't get it. Well, he blames all that on Shatner. Yeah, he (laughs) He does blame it on Shatner. That is true. He does. I mean, it's amazing, and Shatner just... You, you know this, Tom, because we've talked about this before. I mean, Shatner just loves poking the bear with this guy. Oh, he, just, he loves going after him. It's true. Uh, he was bitter because I didn't give him a, a, a close-up 30 years ago. or what. I mean, no, Shatner, I, is, he's an yeah. example of a guy loving life. He's, he's yep. the polar opposite of George Takei. I have a question for you. Did George Takei, how old is he? He's fairly he, old. He's got to be yeah. fairly, close to 80, I think. Well, if not okay, so, 91. Uh, 84. Okay, so he's 84? Mm-hmm. So could he, oh, I guess he could have been in those internment. No. Oh, he no. was, and he talks about it pretty much every time he speaks. But how was he in internment camp if he was born in 1947? He was born in 1937. Been... Oh, 37, that's when he was born. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, yeah, he said he was in internment camp, uh, the Japanese camps during World War. Oh, yeah, but again. He's held a grudge against white people ever since. But here's what I, I, I love about that. These are the same people that go, oh, these damn Republicans. Well, that was a Democrat that did that to you. That was FDR that did that to the Japanese people. And we just completely blow it off and forget all about it. He is the one that put those Japanese people in camps. No one else. That was FDR all the way. Mm-hmm. So how You know, can it's you... interesting, Tom, and I'm sure you found this too. I've only interviewed a guy once. It was uh-huh. for Mulan. He had a role in Mulan. But somehow the whole internment camp stuff makes its way into the yep. conversation. Uh, every he time. literally talks about it every time he's interviewed. Well, it's got to be horrible to have gone through that. I understand well, no, that. And but... I'm not saying that. But, you know, look, if it's an interview about his life and all that, I get that. But if you're talking about a cartoon. Yeah. You're talking about playing a cameo role in a movie. It's It has nothing to do. And if the movie takes place in China, it has literally no cultural relevance whatsoever. So I have a question for you. Who were the people in internment camps in Canada during World War II? Do you remember? You ever hearing about it? No. Ukrainians. Mm. Oh, my gosh. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, well, some Russians, some U- Ukrainians, mostly Ukrainians, I do believe, uh, were in internment camps in Canada. As a matter of fact, remember we, we came upon that one up in Canada? Yeah, right? we were just driving and we saw a marker and it was it was a internment camp for um, Asian right, Chinese here we go. people, I think. Six oh, years under Ukrainian? the War Measures oh. Act, uh, about 8,000 Ukrainian people yep. 
uh, Ukrainian wow. citizens as well as Canadians of Ukrainian descent. Yep. Okay, well, 24 in internment, internment camp. camps. There you go. See, people just forget about that part, though. Yeah, Canada. I don't know. We, we have got to stop with this. Oh, you're only picking on me because of my hair, because of my lipstick, because of my fingernails, because of my skin color, because of my this, because of my... Jesus, I don't know you. I don't. Unless you're an asshole, you're fine with me. I don't care. What do I care, right? Do you guys, I don't care what somebody's hair looks like. Again, you're going to have to take care of it in food preparation. You're going to have to cover it up just like everybody else does. So I don't know what, what the problem is there either. Yeah, but it's, I, it, it, people just are... are I know. I just everybody wants to be victimized for some reason, yep. you know. And I gotta find. Yep. I gotta find something wrong with me to, to uh, you know, be victimized by. You know, that's, that's the true. thing. You know, and, and you know, like you, Tom, you're so we're perfect. So you just how we can't be victimized. It's so sad. Exactly. <laughs> you know, there's nothing to pick on. I know. <clears throat> no, I don't know. I, I, I told this you know, last week, but I'll say it again because Ralph wasn't here. But I was in a in a business uh, thing. And one of the high muckety mucks said in the meeting, uh, white men are all racist. They just don't know it. And I said, are you calling my son a racist? And she said, what? I said, my son's a white man. Is he racist? I don't appreciate you calling my son a racist. You never even met him. She backed down rather quickly from that, of course. Uh, how, do, how can you say to somebody, your son, your daughter, your dad, your whatever, is a racist? How, how are you that stupid or just confused? What is your problem to call somebody's family member a name? I don't get it. Do you get it? Well, what's pre- you know, it's just, it's this whole idea of prejudice. Mm-hmm. Everybody's the same, yeah. it, you know. And that that was the that was the big uh, outcry during the civil rights movement. You can't be prejudicial against people based on their color, based on their national origin, based on their right. culture. You can't All do that. All people. So you yep. cannot say. All white people are anything, or all black no. people are anything, or all Asians are anything. It's just that you don't do that. It's, it, so this idea of it coming—it's just bizarre. It's it's a bizarre it it's really inconsistency. It makes no sense. Look, I mean, if you want to break it down, there are, there, there are people that are judged by everything they do in life, where how they grew up, where they work, what they do, what they like, what they, you know. You're judged by so many different criteria. It's stunning. Probably hundreds of things, actually, to tell you the truth. People prejudge other people because they feel safer when they do that. And all people do that. It's not racist. It's a safety measure. Yeah. That's or, what it is. Or tribalism. It's an expression. You want to be tribalism, around the people that are like yeah. you. You know, yep. you want that extra, those other group. Well, there's got to be something bad about those other people because I don't know anything about them. You know, they, they right. talk funny or they... They look funny, or they have their hairstyle funny, or they dress funny. They just, or it's just not something that I'm used to. So, so they got to be bad. Well, that's it's, unfortunately, unfortunately, it's just human nature, and we have to do our best yes. not to denigrate people and to not condemn people based on that. But it goes on, and it's going to go on forever. And I'm, you know, I'm not welcome in East LA. Sorry, just mm-hmm. not welcome because I'm funny. I'm not their culture. I'm not. That kind of I'm no, not their part of their people, part of their tribe. Right. I know we 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 we're never going to figure this out because if people get away with saying things like this, we're never going to figure it out. Because somebody needs to stand up and go, you know what? You're a multi 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 millionaire who got a job because of your dad. So shut up. <laughs> well, go. what's so what's crazy about the Takay thing? I mean, 
there's something in some something in their mind that makes them believe that people are actually listening to them because they follow him. Now, I would imagine that a great number follow him because they're Star Trek fans. Yeah, and right. And they're not they're not following him because he's some great orator, some, you know, who 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 parts with so much great wisdom. And if they can if they consider all that hate he's spewing wisdom, well, then then we're all screwed. But yeah, it's yeah, it, it's just in their mind. Well, I got millions of people following me, therefore uh, they are listening to me. I'm making a difference, you know. Right, right. So well, that's, I that's, to a, that's just crazy. I talked to one of the young actors this morning on the KQ Morning Show. He's one of the young actors in in Yellowstone. Great guy, really nice guy. Ian, uh, oh, what the hell's Ian's last name? Can't remember his last name, but a very nice guy. We were talking about Taylor Sheridan, Tim. Yeah. Taylor Sheridan is a genius. My God, that oh, Taylor Sheridan yeah. is amazing. Oh yeah, he's done so many great things. He did uh, Hell or High Water. I mean, that, yep. he wrote that screenplay. Yep. Uh, he did uh, Mayor of Kingstown, which again, Jesus. Paramount Plus. If you haven't seen it, uh, great show. Uh, Yellowstone, obviously. So a uh, Sicario, which is those Benicio del Toro movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the guy is. He, he's got it all dialed in, man. And what he Ian is, said to me this morning was very cool. Ian goes, oh, man, it's terrible. I haven't even met him yet. I really want to meet him. <laughs> and he's on Yellowstone. I love that. That's <laughs> so great. Yeah, but yeah. yeah well, you know, and the funny thing about Taylor is he, he was an actor. I, he still probably does things, but he was an actor first, I believe. So he, he was smart and he got out of that, he, you know, because you always hear actors want to direct and, you know, most of them probably don't have the medal, but there's no question Taylor Sheridan does. Yeah, no question about it. Oh, what, I, oh, oh sorry. go ahead. No, Are go ahead. you going to continue on that? Nope. Okay. I saw a couple of things. Yes. What did you see? Did you ever hear of The Cry? No. It's no. a 2018 TV series that is just absolutely fabulous. What is it? It is a show about a baby that goes missing. Why do you always? And I can't tell you Why anything else shows about this? movies about missing children. They're so. <laughs> I was trying to figure out the name of it, and I put in <laughs> show about missing baby. There was five billion of them. Well, you watch them <laughs> so, a lot. It, it's actually really good. It was uh, Jenna, Jenna Coleman, who I always think is Claire Foy. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, she's really good in it. It just is really well done. I mean, I had no idea what was coming at the end. No kidding. Well, I, I will put good. that on my list, and I have one for you. And, Ralph, I think you'd find this interesting, oh, too, if people um, are familiar with it, because there was this ABC special on Elizabeth Holmes. Uh, the, oh, uh, yeah. What is What was the company called again? Thora oh. something. She she thought she was pioneering these blood tests. Right, could, yeah, like, this single single drop oh, blood test. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, right. Yeah, and it yeah. was a turned out to be yes. a bit of a scam. And she has she talks in this weird voice. Yeah, like, like Steve Jobs. She took over weird. Steve Jobs' persona. Yeah, yeah. She wanted to be Steve Jobs, and in fact, she was just convicted of fraud. Right. Uh, Theranos is the name of that, the company. Th- that's right. Theranos. Oh, the blood so, testing thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So there are first three episodes on Hulu. It's called The Dropout because she was a college right. dropout, and she her goal was to be a billionaire, and she wanted to be like Steve Jobs. And her excuse for dropping out of college was, well, Steve Jobs and Bill Gates, uh, you know, they dropped out of college. 
<laughs> like that automatically qualifies her too. But uh, Amanda <laughs> yeah. Seyfried is is Elizabeth Holmes and oh, I is like her. fantastic. So yeah, she's good. really really good. It's a great series, and you're gonna know so many of these people in the show. Uh, Michael Ironside, hmm. do you remember him? You know the guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, oh yeah. He he's been around forever. There's a bunch of people from House of Cards. Um, one from uh, 24 who played Chloe. She's in it, but just a great cast and really fascinating. Um, but yeah, she uh, she's awaiting sentencing and she could go away for, I think, about 20 years yeah, if but she gets the, the full vote. The key to her sentencing, sense, sentencing is she's pregnant. She's pregnant? Oh. She, well, yeah, because uh, be, she became pregnant before her trial. Oh, and she's a very, very cunning, very, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I, maybe maybe it was just all love and all altruism with regard to her pregnancy. But you really, based on her past history, and, and it's a fascinating kind of a thing. I fully well, expect I, her to get six months probation or something. Oh, if that, if yeah. that, because she's mm-hmm. pregnant. Yep. You know, well, she, she, the interesting thing I found about her was... She really had the, she's, first of all, at least the depiction of her going to college and, and everything and getting involved um, in, in a, a biochemist or whatever the hell she wanted to be, a, a whatever kind of engineer. She was, appeared to be very, very smart and she had the best intentions. But once you're under the gun and you have to do a presentation for Pfizer or whoever, uh, if things aren't kind of, you're working the way they're supposed to, she found a way to fake results yep. and to get them to invest anyway. Well, she, and we're talking a lot of money. I don't know if they millions upon millions. You know, I listened to a radio series when I was driving back from Denver with my son-in-law, and uh, or a podcast series, and she and she she first approached her woman instructor in biochemistry about this idea. And this right. woman instructor said, "said no, this is not. A, it doesn't make any sense. It's not really based in reality." Then she went to a man professor, and the man professor, when he was interviewed, says, "Oh, she has this air about her." Said, "I'll save you, lady." She, oh, she has this air. She's just a wonderful. And he, t- he started yep. insinuating the sexuality that she exuded Ooh. toward him. And if you look at the investors, they weren't the women who invested. It was a bunch of old men that she sort of, mm-hmm. sort of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we used whatever while she had to uh, get them to be persuaded to invest in this. And it is yeah. that's what the, that that's what a, a large part of it was. I yep. mean, she's yes. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, there's no question. She's got really, really serious issues and, and is a master manipulator. But again, it's weird because when you see at the beginning, it's like, okay, she is really doing this with the best intentions. But once she gets a taste of the money and things become, you know, that it, it spins lies, then she's at the point of no return. Then all of a sudden she becomes part of that game to keep getting that money coming through and, and all that stuff. So. You are gonna love this series. Um, it three they they dropped the first three episodes on Sunday, I believe, um, and I just went right through those in one sitting. So yeah, you're really uh, you have to it's watch fascinating it. stuff. And you said the podcast; it is actually based on an ABC News podcast. Yeah, so that's I'm it. almost wondering if that's the one you listen that's to. That's exactly. But the I've one. seen specials on her too on 60 Minutes and stuff like that. Too. In, the other thing she did during the trial. <laughs> Is that you know, when she was and during the trial? She says, "Well, the person that was the CEO of the company was abusing me." 
Oh my God! Verbally, of she did. He would. He would. He would. You know. So he she was went mean through this. To me, so I had to embezzle so, hundreds so, so of millions. So she spent this. She spun this whole story up around that. Yep. And the thing is, her trial is before his. Mm-hmm. So, oh, so she, she in essence, uh, threw him under the bus. Uh-huh. Yep. You know, and rather than I mean, it's joint, work too. Do you remember the name of that person? No, I don't. But you know, but, but he's, you know, it he wasn't was, the one that she was sleeping with. Oh, was oh well, I think that, that she had a she. Had, I don't know. I I don't have direct in, information about that. But she may have had. She may have had. Uh, re, she she may have had a relationship with him. That but that's and that's what they said that they yes they were a yeah. couple that she was sleeping with him and there was this whole piece of but then she threw that out in the drive well I was being abused. Oh yeah, and, it's and, it's God, it's an interesting. So story. you have you've this. Got, you got to see it then because it's, uh, you know, I'm vaguely familiar with the story. So I mean, some of this information that I'm seeing, and again though, you know, it's a TV series. You got to take that with a grain of salt too. But uh, I would imagine when you bring something like as timely to the fore mm-hmm. at this time you got to have your facts right so um i'm just completely fascinated by it so i'm, I'm curious to get your take on it being that you you, yeah. you obviously know a lot more about it than i do and, she, and um, yeah she the other thing about this everybody said well who's paying for all her defense it's the insurance from that theranos company all of her defense <laughs> is paid so she there gets the best know. defense she's get this thing although she's married to a million uh hotel heir millionaire guy oh i mean just it's a fascinating thing to uh thing you just look at and you go and you start to read between the lines you go man this is interesting very well the one thing that i found interesting was you know during this she meets up with ellison is it larry ellison the guy oracle guy okay i forget he he, she he he's one of the investors and he's Mm -hmm. talking about you know you got to be cutthroat and you got to fire people and stuff and i'm thinking the people that actually were fired by her they don't realize how fortunate they were yeah. because at least maybe they walked away with some dignity and maybe perhaps a severance or whatever. Imagine being a part of that company when it went to hell in a handbasket and walking out the door with nothing and then having that reputation tattooed to you. When you walk out, oh, yeah, I work for Theranos. No, you can't go talking about that kind of stuff. So, yeah, the people is one of those deals where the people that got canned, they're probably counting their blessings right now that they were they were let go when they were. Yeah. So yeah, can't recommend the show enough. It's and, it's really something else. And they were, may have been the best people that worked there. They were. They were the the honest ones that knew that she was screwing people over with the bad information. And and you know they they eventually spoke their consciousness conscience about it, and uh, that's why they were shown the door. There you have it. Timmy, you want to come back for a little bit of the, for the second hour? You got to go. Oh, sure. No, no, I can do that. I can do that. Okay, well, we take a break. Be right back with Timmy and Doc and Andy and Alex and Catherine. Just a couple of minutes from now with the family.